Coming up on TMS. I don't like Chef Boyardee. I'm a scat van. Choot, choot. Early Paul Reiser. It's not Vegas until you meet Flava Flav. The first rule of MGM Fight Club is don't talk about MGM Fight Club. Debates are a big hairy spider. I once met an awesome boxer named, what's his name? The Quarter Pounder from Down Under. Drippings with anxiety goo. <laughs> TMS, the morning set, sorry, the morning setting up of iOS 14 alarm functions. My name is Tanya. <laughs> Go Fefe buddies. You didn't hear what you thought you did. Troopers are on the lookout for a chef that favors canned ravioli. Doing time with jury and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Dun, 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 Call me Snake. Gur, mer, gird. This is the morning stream. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. We are almost out of September. Somebody wake up, Billy Joe. That's right. Tomorrow. I hope I hope uh, Billy Joe, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong has his uh, uh, has his alarm set. It's actually. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up alarms. Brian, I have to share this story about alarms. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. We were just talking pre-show. That's Brian. I'm Scott, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Did you not? Uh, uh, hi out there. We've done a lot of these. This is 1996. <laughs> At some point, we do expect you to listen back to figure out some of the stuff that we <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Up. We're also weirdly close to 2000. 1996. So what is that? Only six, wow. four, five, How did, six where years? Where did the 80s go? Uh, where did the years. 1980s go, Scott? I don't know. They just flew past. Like We have gone through the entirety really? of the grunge period in about a week. So we totally did, and I'm looking. Yeah, we really did shows. 1990, 1991, 1990. I, I completely missed you know, the 90s. Came everything. Went. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, anyway, well, so on, uh, uh, Friday we're gonna no on Monday we're gonna party like it's episode 1999. <laughs> uh, oh no, no, we'll do that on Monday because Fridays we don't count. They That's what count. I said. Didn't I say? I said I started to say Friday, and then said I mean on Monday. Oh, I missed the Monday part. So all I, right, so so here's the thing. Uh, here, here's yeah. Here's the thing about alarms that I have to say about this morning, yeah. because yeah. last night I had a horrible dream. Was telling you pre-show, it was so bad that it kept me up the rest of the night. And uh, not going to get into what it was because it was just awful. But uh, anyway, so I had this dream. It was bad. It did not involve Brian's head on an office chair. Okay, so it's not that kind of dream. <laughs> Remember that right. one? That was a beaut. Um, that was a beaut. Yes. St- still don't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even remember what it was. I think I was moving my mouth, but you couldn't hear me talking or something. Yeah, it was like really haunting and awful. Yeah, still don't know yeah. what that was about. But um, that was so long ago; it never came true. We're all good now. All right. So, <laughs> uh, my alarm this morning goes off at seven because uh, I set it for seven, and usually it's at six. But I set it for seven today. I don't know why. I just did. The show was prepped overnight, so I wasn't worried about you know time this morning. I was like, you know what? It's going to be chilly in the morning. We don't have the heater on. We're just going to chill in bed a little bit. 7 o'clock sounds good. Beep, I said it. 7 o'clock comes, and I get my 
Yeah. Really soft, growing uh, alarm sound that I use that isn't is isn't jarring or anything. It's just like a nice ease out well, of it kind of thing, you know. And and once and once we get through the story, I do want to go come. I want to circle back to that because okay. there's a complaint I have, and and maybe you can help me. But okay, and maybe well, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm heading toward where your complaint is. So I have maybe. this I have this soft thing, and then you look over and you can you can either snooze, you know, mm-hmm. or you can end your alarm. Well, I'm like I'm or snoozing stop. this because I slept like crap. So I snoozed okay. it uh, 10 minutes or however long it does later. Does the same thing again. Uh-huh. And I go, okay, one more snooze and then I'm getting up. <laughs> so I hit snooze one more time. Yeah. Third time. Oh, <laughs> and I don't, really? I don't like know how you do I didn't slept that. Out? No, I don't know what that is. That's an, it's like an iOS 14 thing or something. Like, how weird is that? Someone Um, needs to try this, not just me, and see if it's me. Because I think they're like, hey, if he does it three times, we've got to get his ass out of bed. And it just got real loud. There was a... So, so it's funny. Okay, well, then then there's two things I'm going to bitch about. So, everybody, (laughs) settle in. (laughs) All right, bitch away. Go. Settle in. Uh, First off, um, the... uh, uh, the upgrade to iOS 14 yeah. took away something that I felt always felt was kind of a silly feature, but I always used it. Yeah. And it was in that alarm section. It was the middle tab, and it was called bedtime. Oh, that's still in there. You don't have that now? No. You yeah. have that? Yeah, let me tell you how this works. So if you go... Yeah, tell me how it works. It's different now. So if you go to yeah. um, your, your... What do you call it up top where you pull down? Um Whatever that My, is, the command yeah, center the, thing. the command center, right? Yeah, uh-huh. you hit the little alarm button that's between the flashlight and the uh, calculator. Well, it's going to be a different place for everybody. But oh, yes, that's okay. true. Uh-huh. That's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah, uh, down at the bottom, you hit alarm. Right, you got that. Right, and then right. you got your. It'll show what your current alarm is, is up top with the little change button. Yeah. If you hit change, now you'll see the that wheel. Wait, you, wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on a second. Now, now you lost. Um, so I, I'm on the alarm page, and I've got all my regular alarms. Do you have anything right? set for a morning alarm? I have I have a bunch of them that are different morning alarms, depending okay, on Okay, but you don't I have want. a single one that says... You I have, have one a, that says bedtime. It's the former one that used to be my bed, like my bedtime alarm that would just basically wake me up at at 6 o'clock or 6.05. So it doesn't look like this. I don't know if you can see this very well. Oh, well, see, that's the phone. Uh... Oh, you're on no, something else. I'm on my iPad. I use. Oh, my iPad. I don't know where I that could, is on there. Yeah, my and maybe you know. I knows. can't imagine it's different. But anyway, if you hit that that change button, and you can still see it. There's that wheel. Well, they changed the colors on it, but it's still got that. Oh, morning interesting. Wheel. Yeah, why don't I have that? That's I don't know. Really weird that it's um because I can label it bedtime, which is kind of dumb. Maybe you they have just to, don't have um, it on the iPad anymore. If you uh, hmm, all right, I'll look at my iPad later and see what's up. That is good. That <laughs> is like, good eye, Brian. That's a phone. Well, here's the problem. There was a great wake-up sound for that wake-up thing. And it might be the one you're describing, the one that begins with... Yeah, it's nice and soft at first, and then it grows out. And then out. it kind of builds. Yeah. 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 Uh, what does it say that's called on your oh, on your phone? Uh, mine is called... Hold on one moment. Here we go. Because I could not find that sound. And... Early riser. Early riser. Yep, which is when you Dumb watch man. Mad About You too early in the day. That's early riser. Yeah, there's <laughs> very well done. Yeah. yeah, and that's the problem, is that is no longer available as a wake-up sound on the iPad. Why? 
which is really dumb. It's like, okay, why can't I? Why can't I do early riser on on my iPad? Let me see. If, so I'm one, gonna I'm gonna tell you all the ones I have, and you tell me if any of these are missing. So early riser, you say is missing. Yeah. First light. Yeah, Helios. It's, it's in the health app. I don't have the health app. Uh, oh, 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 oh. On the iPad, people. I don't want, I'm just I'm just heading off a, a few things at the past there. Sorry, keep going. So keep going. first light, Helios, Orbit, Birdsong, Droplet, Sunny, Springtide, and Bright Eyed. Now Bright Eyed, I think. Here, hold on. No, I'm, I'm going to find the horrible one. Oh, I know. You know which one's the horrible one. I'm going to tell you exactly which one's the horrible one. It's the one that goes. You know that one? I don't know. I'm that finding one. it. I'm finding it. I don't know that one. Mine was like a full on like, oh no, the virus has escaped the CDC uh, fence. Get it. Get Here to it a safe house. Here it is. That's called Summit. Summit is the worst. Well, that's horrible. Yeah, and ain't nobody waking up to yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, we'll put some birds in there, and it'll make it a little bit better. But uh, otherwise, it's, no. it sounds like psycho clowns coming down the road. <laughs> it's psycho clown wake up noise. Oh, yes. I don't like that. No, sir, I don't. Yeah. And so, so here's what I did when I when I didn't see when I couldn't find the one that I wanted. Yeah. In there, I said, "Well, I can go in and just choose a song that I've got on my iPad." Sure. And one that I really, really like is the song "Step" by Vampire Weekend. I really like the way that song begins it's it's uh uh you know it's it's slow build and it's great and it's just a great great oh yeah hold on a second i certainly don't want, it's thinking i want to keep summit as my wake-up sound no <laughs> effing way <laughs> change that immediately um so um the song step by vampire weekend yeah. well um even though i played it and listened to it on my ipad as i was setting things up yesterday to wake up to that song yeah. i woke up to <laughs> like oh well uh here's one we think you'll like yeah <laughs> your song is unavailable for whatever reason yeah here's the song we think you'll like instead yeah uh, how about the worst one yeah how about this one that's, well second worst one it's, it announces a cave troll is loose in the laboratory <laughs> that's right exactly how about this jaunty melody yeah we put some birds in there so it sounds like uh sounds like uh morning reminds me of high school because we all had one of those uh you know that the, things that you had to like get up and hit and oh man those are the days those were the days that sucks so anyway so i'm gonna have to figure out um yeah i don't know why i'd be i'd be totally down with the health app being i don't know why the health app is not included as part of ipad os that must be the difference i can't imagine why it's not though but i guess i don't know i I, now that I think about it, I don't know what I would use it on my pro for, but maybe maybe somebody can tell us why that's. Yeah, I mean, it's the way that I the way that I have my phone and my iPad on my nightstand. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier for me to turn off my iPad making noise to wake me up before Tina starts getting pissed. Wake me up now. It's just Tina now. It's a matter of sorry, pissed. Tina. Uh, <laughs> I want to wake up to. Uh, what you call it? Early riser. Early yeah. Paul riser. Early so Paul it's, riser. Uh, aliens. Yeah. Yeah. No, what it's what's what it's another early Paul Reiser thing. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> that might be the earliest Paul Reiser for me, <laughs> unless we're talking like stand up or something. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. What else do uh, we do? So so I'll listen to early Paul Reiser and um, <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. So what's the deal with these peanuts on airplanes or something? That's early Paul Reiser right there. That's right. Exactly. Um. All right. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. Guess I got to do that. Hope he's doing okay. Hey, we got an email that's very important. I must read it. 
sometimes we get these lately we've been getting great ones and i just this has to be answered so here we go Ooh, okay All from right. tanya my name is tanya sorry <laughs> you know that right that's because of this hold on we have this old clip let's see if i have it yeah here it is this lady my name is tanya <laughs> I don't know what that's from, but it, it's damn funny. Some one of those weird old videos we found. Anyway, it says, uh, hi, guys. <laughs> My best morning show in podcast history. Uh, may it be, sorry, maybe it's the only one. Who knows? All right. Anyway, it goes on. That's very nice. Wow. Thank you, Tanya. It is, yeah, thank you for the, the compliment. I think. I don't think we're the only one. I don't know if we are. Maybe we are. No, I'm sure we're not, because I'm sure that... Uh, a lot of people have have done morning shows since they heard TMS. Yeah, they morning show podcasts, yeah. and uh, they just stole it. None of them are as good. Yeah, they just stole it and just tried and exactly. failed. Yeah. Anyway, it says this: my we person- have a we have a movie segment on Wednesdays called Suggestimentals, <laughs> where we suggest a mental something for you to watch from streaming <laughs> services. Do Todd and Aaron count? By the way, <laughs> oh, I don't know if they do or not. Not, not quite a podcast. All right, anyway, no. please, I'm gonna please say continue. No, I've interrupted you enough. I think they don't count, and that's a terrible thing to say. All right. So my question is this. What do you think, sorry, what thing do you think you would love to have that will probably be a problem pretty quickly, says Tanya. Now, that's an interesting question, kind of hard yeah. to suss okay. out, what but I think this is what it means. What do you think you would love to have yeah. that will probably be a problem pretty quickly? Right. So you might say, I want to be made out of chocolate. And then you forget you live in Arizona and you're going to melt or. Oh, okay. Oh, what? so we're how, how, uh, how fantasy, like how pretty far, unrealistic right? are we talking? Or can we say, you know, it'd be really nice to have a, um, a pool, mm-hmm. but then the problem would be that I'd have to keep that thing clean and da, 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 you know, it's like, how how realistic or how uh, crazy? How out there? Uh, yeah. Well, my thought was, I would love to have an extra eight hours a day. Mm. But then I thought, because the reason it feels like this matches this question, because it seems like that would probably that would just become a problem. Humans are humans have this tendency where we just move into empty space. If there's empty space, we move into it. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't look at it and go like right. I did this when it's, I jumped out on my own, left the full time job and started doing this in 08, 09 full time. Uh, suddenly all that that eight hour workday, which I couldn't do this stuff with and I was f- filling the rest of my nights with it was open. And I went, oh, look at all that room. I'll just mm-hmm. f- and then I f- immediately filled it up. And that was not great for me like i ended up kind of burning out a little bit for a while there and had to like consolidate some as a result so so that's maybe a good example it's, and a realistic it's kind one. of like the the uh, variation on the peter principle right you'll always rise to your level of incompetence we'll always we'll always figure out a way to fill all of our free time yeah <laughs> whatever free time or space even like we fill in space yeah. we, we just yeah. we're like oh well let's turn that beautiful uh field into a suburb mm-hmm. or let's build mm-hmm. let's build a par- yeah. let's let's pave paradise and put in a parking lot as oh, the song they should goes. write a song about that yeah they really should it run, goes right off the tongue so what would you say what do you what do you think would be a thing you want but then would probably be a problem later yeah on the kind of on the fantasy level uh, uh it's funny because i feel like a clone would be super helpful mm. for a few hours but then it's like 
oh yeah there's a whole bunch of problems i didn't think about about the clone like where is he gonna sleep and what kind of rights and, and oh. what, what what rights should he have in this house yeah. he's a clone yeah <laughs> it's not his fault he's a clone yeah like what that's a great yeah. one that's a great one because if you had a clone you and, and let's say he's a completely like-minded clone mm-hmm. you would be that would be good because you could say all right you go do this half of stuff which i would normally try to do if i were you but now that there's right. two of us we can divide and conquer here so you go ahead and do that i'll do this but then at what point are you at what point is this a slave master situation you know like there's all kinds of ethical questions yeah exactly right i mean uh uh and and yes i have seen living with myself and i have seen multiplicity (laughs) and i know the problems that can come up when when funny actors have clones who uh, also want to sleep with their wives. There's, you know, there's all sorts of problems that sure. come into play. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't even think of that. Where's yeah. he going to sleep? So maybe a uh, a robot version of me. So like the Bill and Ted robot, um, robot me. Okay. Robot you. <laughs> the robot uses. Yeah. <laughs> but it would just be the robot me. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, and I could turn it off at night. There right, so it'd still have my knowledge of how to, how I do things. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, well, you work on you work on these ads. I'm going to do some podcast prep or whatever. Yeah, and then he goes off and does that, and then you know, ten thirty, eleven o'clock rolls around, and I yeah, and wait for me bad. to turn on morning. We yeah. just have to have some rules. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Robots are robots. Never problematic, are they, Claire? No, yeah, no, they don't. They're never going to rebel or. Yeah, you know, there's many things that I think that we would love to have that would probably be a problem really, really quickly. Yeah, there's a lot of people that just think they want to be instant millionaires. I have no idea what that'll do. To I think life. that's the money is a huge one, right? Because yeah. it's you'd say, oh, you know, give me uh, give me access to unlimited funds. Well, then all of a sudden it's like, all right, great. I can afford to do all the things I want, but now I have like all these relatives who are reaching out saying, hey, can you help me out? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've got uh, yeah. No, it's yeah. it, it opens up cans of worms. You didn't know you had those cans. You didn't know. I guess you know I would help out my relatives. Oh, of course you would. Yes. You know. Oh, that just reminds me of something. Spending a lot of money uh, reminds me of Vegas. Vegas reminds me of you. And I had a conversation, <laughs> a very brief one, on Twitter with Mitzula. And since you're off Twitter, you weren't party to this. Yeah. So that? I wanted to bring yeah. it up here. Mitzula mm-hmm. says the test for a true Las Vegas. Las Vegian, whatever, uh-huh. some, you know, somebody who uh-huh. really, really, really belongs in Vegas is this test. He says, you need to have met Flavor Flav or Flava Flav <laughs> at some point run into him somewhere on the strip because he lives in Vegas and he's always out on the strip. And if you yeah. run into him, then you qualify. And I said, well, Mitzula, have you done this? He says, not only have I done that, I bumped into him while he was talking to Ron Jeremy in the MGM. Or somewhere. I forgot what casino he said. So him, Ron Jeremy, and Flava Flav all kind of had a little (laughs) (laughs) three-way. Yeah, boy! And so the question is, Brian Ibbett, one Uh, of the most Vegas-y people I know, have you ever bumped into Flava Flav on on the Las Vegas Strip? I was in the MGM sports book with Flava Flav at the same time. I think that counts. We never got any closer. Well, I, I I don't know how close he got to me. But when I was aware of where he was, is like, oh, he's way over there on the other side with an entourage of people around him. Right. But um, that was the same time I actually had a. Uh, so I had a table and I had like uh, 
eight games going on, right? Yeah. Eight football games simultaneously that was going that I was betting on at the same time. And the sportsbook is the perfect place to be because you've got all those TVs you can watch and say, all right, well, nothing's going on on the Cardinals game. Let's look over here at the Saints game. All right, Saints. And yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, there was a boxer and um and his manager that sat down at my table because I had a round table and the place was busy. And I said, oh, yeah, sure, have a seat. Yeah. And uh, uh, the manager said, hey, do you know who this is? And I said, uh, no. He says, oh, his name is, and here's the problem. I can't remember what the guy's name is. <laughs> But he's boxer, a boxer. Though. You should yeah. you should Google it when uh, you know when you get a chance. And I said, "Oh yeah, I totally will." And <laughs> it really stuck uh, with you after that. <laughs> it really stuck with me. It did turn out to be somebody, um, not you know, not uh, Muhammad Ali famous or not George Foreman famous, but up there. Yeah, up up and coming. Not Holyfield. Sure. I mean, it was like a, it was a name that that I hadn't heard before, but when I saw what his his deal was is like, oh, okay, hey, wow, this is a, a pretty, you know, sure, pretty cool business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, basically by that time they'd, they'd already left. They'd made their bets. They hung out with me, had a drink, and then left. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so Flava Flav, uh, uh, not not bumped into, no closer than John Kuzak and Iona Sky in the food court. Uh, uh, having lunch together before they met and say anything. Very b- great c- comparison. Here's the rule, though: if you ever do see him and it's and you're yeah. within your distance to sort of get up and talk to him, sure. First question out of your mouth is, "Excuse me, do you have the time?" Yeah, you have to do that. <laughs> That's required. Like, yeah, exactly. Anyway, say, so yeah, I, boy, and he'd look down and he'd say, "I don't. I wonder. Do you think he wears the?" Uh, do you think he wears the the clock all the time? I didn't see if he had the clock on that time. I don't uh, know. I would it? have assumed. I mean, I assume that's his whole thing. So my assumption is that yes, but I don't actually know. Maybe Flavor Flav yeah. takes. Maybe the rest of it. You know, it's his time. He doesn't need that clock on his time. <laughs> like he's got his own watch on his wrist, and he's like, "I'm good. I don't need a giant clock to tell me what time it is anymore." I don't know. I don't know yeah. what he does. Uh, Who have I met? I mean, it's hard. It's it's. Uh, it's hard for me to say, well, I've met Pete Rose and I've met Gail Sayers in, in Vegas because mm-hmm. I did website work for both of them. The late, late Gail Sayers just passed away this last weekend. Oh, geez. That was recent. Yeah. I didn't know about that. All right. Yep. Um, but I'm trying to think if I've met other celebrities or like just bumped into other celebrities there who were not, not like uh, the people I was going to see. You know? Right. No, that makes sense. Well, I mean, yeah. according so Mitsula, you have to weigh in on this. I think he's listening. Uh, he'll hear this at some point. Can you tell us if Brian qualifies because he was in the same vicinity yeah. as is that? Is that him? Uh, is it is it uh, allowable by proxy? Right. It's funny. There's a book on or not a book on tape, but there's a audio book. <laughs> there's a book on there's tape. A, there's a book on tape. There's an audio book <laughs> I need to record. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how to schedule the time to do it. And one of the things that I was considering doing is going somewhere away from the house, away from all of these other distractions and responsibilities, taking my good microphone, mixer, laptop, and I've got this really cool, like portable, um, curved sound screen thing. Yeah. So I can be in a hotel room and not, uh, Um, and not make it sound like I'm in a hotel room. And I was thinking about doing like a Airbnb at Vidara or uh, MGM Signature, one of the non 
gaming, non-smoking hotels. Yeah. And going there for like a week just to isolate and do and do that sort of thing. But I know, you know, Tina would still make me sleep in the basement for a week until he was sure I didn't have any COVID. <laughs> so that's true. And Brian's not saying this, yeah. but um, the book he's talking about is the great collection of penthouse forums from the 80s. <laughs> that's right. So it's going to be a lot of... Dear uh, penthouse forum, <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> Just doing that. I am a small young woman with firm pouty breasts, and (laughs) I work in a library. This is exactly how I do the audiobook, by the way, in that voice. Yeah, I was going to ask if that was going to be the the affectation you would. That would be the affectation. All right. (laughs) I'm in. I'm in on that. Um, Quick shout out to our coffee pal. Uh, I want to say hey to AJ. And big thanks to. A Kahawa. I never say Kahawa. it right. Uh, I know. I almost want to say Kawaha, but it's Kahawa. A Kahawa yeah. Roasting Company and KahawaRoastingCompany.com. They sent. So I got mine. I got mine. And it's great. Uh, I even tasted it and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I can't wow. believe that I tasted a coffee that I like. What? Normally I hate coffee. So well done, guys. Um, anyway, yeah. my wife uh, loved it and uh, it's super awesome. Uh, they have this great mission statement is to produce and sell specialty coffee as a vehicle to connect with our new refugee neighbors and help them transition to our community. Our end goal is to develop entrepreneurs and grow refugee owned businesses in our community. And they say as a business, uh, we all know we are successful when we have, or sorry, when we have a crew leaving our bit, leading, leaving our business to go start their own projects. I love that idea. You're just kind of helping train the next generation of, uh, of people. Anyway, they're awesome. And uh, you should go check them out. That's K A H A W A. So Kahawa, Kahawa Roasting Company or Roasting.com. That's where you want to go. And Scott, I'm going to tell you something really cool. What's that, Brian? Uh, starting tomorrow, we have five bags of Kahawa coffee that we're going to be giving away as part of our prize packages for Babel Royale. So Ooh. you will get. Uh, a bag of coffee as part of your prize package. Very nice. I guess that's really, you know, I, I think I said it all right there. That's, that's <laughs> very, very of cool. Kahawa Coffee. Yeah, go read all about their stuff. They, this is all, it's a very different approach and I like what they're doing. So uh, anyway, big thanks to them again and to AJ in particular for reaching out and mm-hmm. sending us those. Okay. Super, super nice. Very cool. Uh, also, we got William wrote in, we got a Travis Scott meal correction. Uh, oh, good. Well, Thank not, goodness, because uh, not so much corrections, like shedding some additional details, explanation or elaboration. Yeah, because I was just like, yeah. "Well, what is this? Just a few food uh-huh. items thrown together?" Yeah, we thought it was like, "Oh, they just give you a packet of barbecue sauce." And <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> seems super dumb. Way more than meets the eye. It yes. seems really dumb, but it, but apparently it's more to it. So he says the difference between the regular quarter pounder and the one that is in the meal uh, is that the lettuce and tomato, bacon, eggs, barbecue sauce, or sorry. I, can't, I read that wrong. The uh, yeah, one in the meal is that it has lettuce. I guess the, that it has. Okay, there we go. That it has yeah. lettuce and tomato and bacon and eggs and barbecue sauce, which the Thunder Quarter Pounder didn't have. I think he means the other, not the Thunder. Oh, okay. Good, because I think all Quarter Pounders <laughs> give me the Thunder, if you know what I mean. Give you the morning Thunder. Um, thunder. 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 Uh, uh, let's see. Ordering that exact same meal comes out to about nine bucks because they charge you extra for all those things to be added. So for six bucks, you were getting this decked out thing. Well, crap. Yeah. <laughs> now I kind of want one. Do you feel like you people are saying out? that uh, you can you can still get it via the app? Oh, is that true? 
Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I have to look at that. Uh, I wonder. Uh, DoorDash never let you buy it. Um, I, I checked that, but uh, let's see. I've got the McDonald's app right here, which is embarrassing. Uh, it <laughs> says here. Well, it gives you gives you some good deals, Scott. It sure does. Here we go. Um, okay, so I'm clicking in there. We got Penny JW still says it says it's a deal on the app. Oh what yeah, there it is. Deal on the app. You found it. Oh, there uh -huh. it is. The Travis Scott meal. Okay. Oh, oh, and they did that email Scott. did say yesterday that they stopped doing it in store promotion, but you could still do it no. on the app. That's right. <sighs> that makes a sense. Eh. What you're tempted? Is that what you're telling me? You tempted. I might have one of those for lunch today. Sounds all right. I could actually walk to McDonald's, get a little bit of exercise, get one of those stupid things. <laughs> Burn it off on your way Burn back. It, uh, yeah. Burn about a tenth of it off by walking there. <laughs> Um, it's not a bad idea, actually. Slather hmm. yourself. Oh, Claire Gag says, don't do it. <laughs> oh. It's for the show, Claire. It's for the show. It's we want to, yeah. Everything is content, Claire. Come on. Everything is content. Right. Mm, well, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. It's funny how, it's funny how the, the, you know, I've never, I haven't gone to McDonald's in over a year. Yeah. But you tease me with, well, they're taking something away that you never had. But you'll never have a chance to have it again. Yeah. Oh, now you. I want it though. Yeah, I get you. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They know our tendency as human beings to want whatever we want. All right. Speaking of what we want, I wanted somebody to tell me what the heck Van was saying in that uh, that audio clip where he kept repeating yeah. stuff the yeah. other day. Somebody figured it out. I want to thank Motion Ride Music is oh. the uh, username who sent me this. Uh, that was the name on the email, and uh, okay. he figured it out. So let's uh, let's play it. This is what this is what Van was saying that day uh, that we heard him. Okay, so apparently it's this uh, wow. some sort of scat man deal. That was some fantastic uh, editing. Jeez. <laughs> well done. That's <laughs> uh, really good. I gotta remember that was way that. better than I was expecting. I gotta sell that to my daughter because She'll love that. And I totally forgot. Uh, well, we got another one in, in our email. Could you pull up your email real quick and yeah. pull up the email that we received from Joel Siskovic? Joel Siskovic. Let's see what Entitled he said. Entitled Mashup Bumpers. If uh, not, I can put one in the... Uh, oh, I see it right here. Oh, we got a whole bunch of these. A whole bunch of them. The one I want you to open is Baby Van Clip Clear. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, let me download it. Okay. Yeah. Um, pulling it up here. <laughs> okay, this is great. I didn't know this was even in here. All right, I'm hitting play yeah. on this now. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's the best. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Also, I like how he kept he kept Carter's little giggle at the end. Which yeah. Is, uh, here, I'm going to play that again. Huh? In the, in the snowball clip loss. <laughs> you get the little laugh at the end. I love it. By the way, the other four in there are great as well if you want to play them. One uh, of them is the one we've already heard, but uh, we can zip through them. We got time, right? Yeah, we got a little time. Let's see. Um, let me just, I'll just download. Oh, except that you got to download them all to play them on the show. Yeah, that's true. Right, here's here. We'll try this one. Then you shall have no treaty, no vaccine, and no sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, these are great. I'll go check these all out later. Uh, very cool. Thanks, Joel, for uh, so well done for doing that. That's awesome. I didn't see this email yes. this morning. All right. Um, uh, where else are we here? Oh, um, 
uh, that's it. We have email. Or, I mean, we have news. We want to do news? Let's news. do news. We had email. We had now email. we have news. Now we have news. Here you go. Here's this. Time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Soundography. Uh, we had Thomas Chambers, a.k.a. Trump Poll, in our uh, tadpole, as a visitor, as a sponsored guest on our episode of Soundography that just posted this morning. It is uh, us listening to Avril Lavigne's Let Go album. Hey, let go. Mm. I think that's uh, what she means. She's just like, hey, come on, let go, let yeah. go. Let we go, go Tra- Chad Kroger, let go. And he did. Let go, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Songs like uh, Complicated, I'm With You, Skater Boy, boy, I think that's how you pronounce that. Yeah. Uh, and more. And we talk about it. We listen to all of it. And we talk about it on this episode of Soundography at soundography.com. Nice. I have to admit, I kind of like Avril Lavigne music. I do, too. I, I uh, you know, it took it took listening to this album to, like, give me a new appreciation for her. She was always like, okay, yeah, she's she's got talent. She's actually got a, a unique voice in a sea of... Um, pop artists who all came out around the same time who all kind of have the same kind of voice yeah. but she's kind of got a, a different voice from mm-hmm. all of them and yeah. recognizable and likable and sets her apart it's a little good bit. album yeah dang it it's a good album yeah it is dang it okay look at this photograph everybody we got an email to do an email. a news story <laughs> I keep email. saying email why do i keep doing that what's wrong with me all right we got a we got a news story uh cracker barrel when's the last time you went to one of those uh, I'll tell you exactly when it was on the way to Nerdtacular, whichever whichever the last Nerdtacular that we drove to. We had a caravan of people. Did you drive twenty um, seventeen or did you guys fly? I don't remember because I know. Oh, we drove to Nerdtacular 17, 2017. Because okay. I know Tina was in the um, middle of treatments and stuff. We've and... we've been flying to Vegas, but we were driving to uh, Nerdtacular. Gotcha. And uh, on the way, we stopped at uh, a Cracker Barrel. And everybody piled in, and great people got grits. Oh, they got grits, did they? So bad yeah, yeah. grits. They got bad grits, is what you're saying. Bad grits, yeah. bland <clears throat> thing, yeah. bland goo that makes you never want to try grits again. Well, good news for everybody who likes the crackle barrel, crackle cracker barrel crackle. experience. Uh, they've now added alcohol to its menu for the first time in the company's history. Mm. Next time you go order Mama's Pancake Breakfast, you can add a mimosa to your order, literally. Cracker okay. Barrel is getting bubbly with an additional uh, addition of beer, wine, and mimosas in its menu for the first time in the company's 51-year history. So, uh, when the 68, 69, that thing was founded? Jeez. Um, the old country store restaurant chain began testing the concept starting before the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, according to the report, after adding beer, wine, and mimosa to the menu... At more than 100 locations, the company is making the change permanent and doing it nationwide. Uh, it helped that the overall response from customers was overwhelmingly positive. Mm. Made the decision to allow most locations to partake in adult beverages a no-brainer. Yeah, well, you know, you, you get drunk and then you get on one of their uh, their rocking chairs on the front porch yeah. and uh, lays the day away. Yeah, <sighs> you just tell stories and... I don't know. What do you do on there? You just sit there. <laughs> you just sit there. Whittle. Maybe you whittle. Oh, you could whittle. Maybe you go to the gift yeah. shop and get a uh, a hunk of wood and a knife and you uh, and you whittle. You probably have to bring your own knife, right? Probably. I don't imagine that they will let you take one of their knives outside. <laughs> one of their uh, <laughs> steak knives. Or one of their knives. steak knives? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they'd not. be good at whittling. 
You know who's good at whittling? Uh, just a side note: my uh, father-in-law is incredible with with whittler. Really? Oh man, yeah, he can take a wood and turn it into whatever you need. Just go for hmm. it. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Okay. Uh, just that's a fun little side thing to tell you about. All right, moving on. Um, oh, uh, by the way, the alcohol sales are mostly targeted at the dinner crowd. But Cochran said this is the representative for Crackle Barrel. He's a CEO. Oh, she is rather Sarah Cochran. Zephram Cochran, the discoverer of Warp Drive. <laughs> uh, but Cochran said the mimosas would become quite popular with breakfast and lunch as well. So if you want to go get your hooch on at a there you go. Cracker Barrel. Here, here's when they cut you off. And thank you, Win Magus, for reminding me about this. But here's when they cut you off of the alcohol. When you're not able to solve their little peg game that they have at every single table. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was even. I have okay, so I, so I have to make an admission here. I've only done sure. Cracker Barrel or been there twice in my entire life, mm-hmm. and I don't know why it's only been those two times. And right. one time was a lunch, work lunch mm-hmm. thing years ago in the nineties, and then before that, I think I was a little kid, and that's it. And, and there's no, there's just never been anyone around me that's like, you know what we need to do? We got to get to Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Stat. nobody like, ever says never that. happened. I mean, it's like it's like oh man. I'm, been driving all morning. I'm really hungry. Uh, what's at the next stop? A cracker bar- cracker barrel? Okay, yeah. I, I mean, can count must, the number of times I've been there on one hand. It's, they, they must do okay, right? Like they do. They they pull in the uh, we like getting up early and we like the bland food crowd. <laughs> Nothing too flavorful, please. Yeah, y'all gonna make sure this here grits taste like dirt because I ain't having it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Could you please make me a plate of eggs and bacon with no seasoning, spices, or flavor of any kind? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. This is the American. Undercook the bacon, please, and uh, <laughs> and the eggs while you're at it, please. <laughs> well, they're very polite, though, these people. They are. Made up. Yeah. I like them. Yes. Uh, a neighbor uh, called 911 in Florida when uh, <laughs> when Florida hockey fans were yelling, shoot, shoot. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, they thought it meant that there was a shooter, perhaps. Yeah. A neighbor called Ooh. sheriff's deputies after some rabid Tampa Bay Lightning fans were screaming, shoot, shoot. This reminds me of that hockey or that uh, soccer story I told years ago. Do you remember this? Where my kids are playing, <laughs> playing soccer. And uh, I think I told it here where the guy, it was a... Hispanic guy who was so excited uh, about the team and what was going on, and anytime they would get close to the to the goal, he would yell, "Shoot, shoot!" <laughs> and I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I couldn't wait for him to say it again. Like I'm like, That's hurry, funny. get that ball down the other side of the field so I can hear that guy go, "Shoot, shoot!" shoot. <laughs> By the way, yeah. congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, for winning what? the Stanley Cup last night. Yeah, well done, guys. Yeah. Carried it off and uh, licked it and kissed it or whatever they do. What do they do? They do, but they did it in the bubble, and that's what's important. That's now true. they can leave the bubble. They can leave the bubble and go back to their old lives. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> great. Well done, Lightning. I, You know what I fully intended to do this year? When March hit and things got weird, I said to myself, when all the sports decide to have whatever limited stuff they do, mm-hmm. I'm going to actually pay more attention this year to just... Mm-hmm more leagues i was going to pay attention to hockey and i was going to pay attention to football and blah blah blah, all this other stuff and there's still football to you know pay attention to but but i failed at that i've i just kind of lost the thread and just didn't pay attention and it kind of bums me out because i thought it'd be a good escape it's like you know follow a team get excited watch some playoffs you know i love hockey so 
I should watch more hockey, and I just didn't do it. I don't know why I didn't do you it. You know what you uh, you know what you could have watched through most of uh, COVID and actually started watching again hmm. is the West Ham United Hammers. Oh, look at you with your sudden love of international football. Your son, that's true, actually. <laughs> but I've been totally digging. I mean, that's that's I started I watching it during. Uh, I think it's awesome that you're doing that. I wish I was. Yeah, doing that. they play tomorrow. They play uh, the Everton, uh, whatevers. This is what Brian does. <laughs> Brian is so into the th- like. You know, Uptown now, not a giant soccer fan. I haven't really followed it, right? right? But now right. you're really into yeah. the following it. You're, you're rooting for your team. He's got a damn shirt now. Well, and this <laughs> was a birthday present from my dad. Because I was asking him, like, all right, which team should I root for? What was the closest team? What's what's the closest team to where you were born? And he said, well, West Ham. And I'm like, cool. I was kind of thinking about West Ham anyway. I like the colors. Yeah. I like the maroon and gold. It's a good combination. Yeah. And uh, it's a good Claire, cut of pork. Claire Gack in the chat room really doesn't like that I chose them over Liverpool. Oh, really? That's too bad. Yeah, Liverpool, really that's where the Beatles Liverpool. are from. Nobody likes them. Everybody likes Liverpool because it's easy to like Liverpool. They're always number one in the league or in the top five. I only know, I know so little about international soccer. I know like, uh, what's the one you always hear British people talk about? Um, oh, it's uh, Manchester United. Yeah, Manchester United yeah. is all I know. Yeah, That's yep. it. They're united. They're from Manchester. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. I don't know what they're doing. I don't yep, know what this is. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, it, it's fun. If you've got somebody, um, uh, Don, my trivia buddy, uh, got me into watching the games because he was a big Norwich fan. Yeah. And so we went when we went out to Chicago for uh, Geek Bowl this year at the beginning of March, was it? Wow. February, was it? The last time I left the state. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Geek Bowl, we went to an Irish pub and watched um, watched the entire game. And he's like, you know, I mean, I knew the basics of soccer, right? You got to kick it, get in the goal. Kick and that's a point. Yeah. And then goes off sides. The other team gets to throw it based on who was the last person to touch it and corner kicks and stuff like that. But and vu- there was a lot of Vuvuzelas. You knew about the Vuvuzelas, right? You were aware of those. Vuvuzela, not so many of those in the English Premier League. Many, mm. much more of those in uh, Spain, Brazil, Italy. You know that uh, South that America business. and that stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, it was it was kind of it was it was actually like understanding the game gave me a new appreciation for it, and I was like, okay, I'm really digging this. I'm, I'm I want to watch more of it. I think and, that's uh, cool. So that's yeah. what I was. I was going to try to do that to myself this year with hockey in particular, and I didn't do it. Really, I'm okay. bummed out. I'm bummed out. I already liked hockey. Would so. you have, Would you have rooted for the Avalanche? Uh, probably would have. Or rooted the Golden Knights, since they're now closer to you. Pro- See, this is the problem. Now we have the same yeah. problem with uh, Denver, uh, with the Broncos, yeah. and with the Raiders now. So right. it used to be that we would just default to Denver teams when I was growing up because you guys were just close. You had proximity, mm-hmm. and nothing yeah. else. You know, we had our own our own NBA team, but everything else was we had to do, you know, whoever's closest or whatever. Except Green Bay, who I always liked. But, um, oh my gosh, I have to tell you a funny story, but I can't tell it on the air. <laughs> wow, okay, it's really funny. I'll tell you off air. Anyway, um, <clears throat> that's a Green Bay thing. Uh, but yeah, now I'm torn. I don't know if I want the if I should root for the Knights or for the Avalanche. But when I can tell you this, when I play hockey video games, I pick mm-hmm. Avalanche every time. So that counts for something, right? There you go. That definitely counts for something. Yep. Yeah. Everything counts in large amounts. Or is it just because they haven't added the Golden Knights to the hockey games you're playing? <laughs> uh, actually, good question. The last time 
last year's game. I did play last year's game, and it had a minute. You so, did? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I remember being annoyed that they did so well in their debut season. I was annoyed. Is that weird to be annoyed by that? It's, it's like no, actually, I think it's, it's like, just because it's like, okay, they just brought in a bunch of ringers. Yeah. And, yeah. It was like, oh, you bought your way to a freaking almost Stanley Cup win. Or no, um, did they win? They didn't win. They barely lost. They didn't. They did not win. But it, it was. Um, it was real close. I'd say that's that's kind of cool because they, you know, they're an up and coming team. They're you know they hadn't played those other teams before. I think that's a thing you root for. Yeah, I also like the Red Wings and the Flyers. I like I like hockey. I really do like hockey, and I'm bummed that I didn't pay more attention. Is the point? Anyway, this person thought this yeah. guy was yelling shoot, and so like the cops came. Shoot! Shoot! What they were really saying was shoot! 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 Shoot the puck! <laughs> shoot, shoot the puck, everybody. Uh, one more story here, then we'll take a sure. break. Uh, this is related, actually. Loud bangs in a trailer park turn out to be ravioli cans. <laughs> so many stories about people who think other things, uh, think think uh, innocuous things, are gunfire or uh, violence. Yep, turns out that's a thing. Uh, oh. <laughs> You also missed a thing on Twitter. Mazula posted a video. I guess at the MGM, there have been uh-huh. like nightly fights breaking out. Oh, really? In okay. the middle of like, you know, gambling, uh, you know, just like at the tables and stuff. Sure, sure. Like full on brawls, knocking tables over, somebody pounding on the dealer, another guy beating another guy. Oh, up. my God. Really? Uh, yeah. He says things are a little weird in Vegas right now. He says the people are just on a weird are on edge and then add into that that they're you know some of them might have a gambling problem and and are losing and are mm. pissed and like we're just kind of hitting the ceiling there a little bit it looked yeah. it looked gnarly i'm like man brian maybe the mgm just no don't go yet <laughs> maybe not yeah maybe maybe i don't want to go to the uh go to the signature give it a give it a minute is all i'm saying yeah exactly Jeez. anyway loud bangs heard in the trailer park while deer uh in white deer township union county turned out to be not gunfire or fireworks but Chef Boyardee ravioli cans. You know, the good stuff mm. with weird orange sauce in it. Those are the ones that were shooting at each other? Yeah. <laughs> those are the ones. Uh, Pennsylvania State Police at Mil- at Milton uh, were dispatched to a residence and uh, says this is about 3 a.m. Nothing good happens then. No. Troopers investigated and found an unknown suspect had thrown three Chef Boyardee ravioli cans at the residences and damaged rear windows. The cans had struck a metal trailer located behind the residence, which caused the loud noises. Trooper Dustin Spangler is investigating the criminal mischief incident. I'm Jeez, so Dustin Spangler. It's not, yeah, I mean, it was still some violence. It just wasn't gunfire or anything, but it's still people like uh, throwing cans at, at trailer homes. Yeah, and they're Jeez. heavy cans of ravioli. Yeah. Like yeah. a can would hurt. It would hit you in the head and hurt. Just but, ask Fred. Yeah, ask Fred. <laughs> Just ask Fred. Is Fred a is Fred a person of interest now? Yeah, of, of course, always. Uh, hey, Brian, uh, we should probably yes, take a break here, and when we come back, we'll do some time with jury. No, I'm not. I don't want to make it sound like prison because it isn't. It's a we'll great do time. Some time. We're doing time with jury. Doing time with jury. After that, uh, more fun stuff. So stick around. We got a song though. What do you got? Yeah, Ian in Osaka wrote in and said, My good friend Varen has been emceeing and making music for a long time, also while traveling the world and working as a lawyer. I love the song that I'm submitting for Indie in the Middle because of all the 80s movie trope references, as well as it just being a great tune. I think it would be perfect for the TMS audience. Sure. Uh, and then he sent me permission um, saying, here, you can play this, which is very cool. Um, 
By the way, if you do know of an indie in the middle band that you want to hear on the show, that's all you have to do is uh, send me a link to listen to it and send me permission if you can get permission from the band. I can't play it without permission. Uh, this is a band called The Good Chaos, and this is a, a brand new single they released called Be There Tomorrow. This is some fun, like you said, it's kind of hip hop, um, great 80s references in there. Uh, who does it remind me? Maybe the Flowbots. Oh. I think if you're a fan of the Flowbots, you might like this. Yeah. All right, here you go. Going out to Ian Nosaka. Here's the good chaos and be there tomorrow. Red converses, ain't you that cat with all them hot verses? Heard through the radio, evil gon' rise. City needs a hero tonight. Why, man? There's something inside, it's hard to explain. You ever seen a Pontiac Fiera in the rain? Put me behind a wheel, I ain't gotta have a cape on. Dark as hell, but you know I got them shades on. I'm looking too cool, never new school. It's an 8-bit world I'm trying to move through. No reset button, how the drama goes. Only one life, I really need that contra code. Uh-huh, I feel it in my soul. If we can't win now, where else we gon' go? We on the night, let's hop in the chopper. Look back on the scene, we'll be there tomorrow. Be there tomorrow. Ain't you that cat with all them hot verses? I'm on a highway to love in a fast lane. I ain't seen nothing, I could get my last name. I miss my girl Irene. We used to be the dream team. Imagine my life through these cutscenes. You only get a glimpse for it's time to play again. And all around you is murder and mayhem. Man, my life was so destined. And I wonder where we had it. All them lights fluorescent. God, I must have made it out of heaven. Last days like Iceman and Maverick One of us wins, so it's gotta be a classic Heroes don't come around too often So you better be watching I'll be there tomorrow I'll be there tomorrow I'll be there tomorrow Nice boots. Nice boots. Nice 
This is the morning stream. Hold on to your butts. All right, we're back, everybody. Everybody. We have returned. There was an 80s quality to that rapping there. There absolutely was, plus a lot of 80s stuff mentioned in that rap, too. Yeah, that's how I rap. That's <laughs> how I rap too. The do 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 do. do you know yes, like, exactly. <laughs> He's like, he almost he he fortunately didn't go so far as to do the I'm da 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 that I'm here to say. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. <laughs> and the chicken tastes like wood. All right, let's uh, get jury in to this sure. proceeding. Uh, gonna get a little debate preview from him today. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. Cool. See what he has to say. Uh, he's pretty excited. I saw him jonesing what about this yesterday. What kinds of things are they going to be talking about during the debate? These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Justin Robert Young joins us as he does each and every Tuesday to discuss all things political race to the November election and beyond. Uh, we always love hearing from Justin. Justin, good morning. How are you? Mm-hmm. Who do you have in the in the chat here in the Discord chat? Uh, me, you, and no, 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 oh, no. Oh, the, the photo. Yeah, that is uh, Bridget Bardot. Oh yeah, we were we were remarking how she just had her eighty eighth birthday or something, and we were just talking about how she, uh, or, you know, say, hey, look, this is what she used to look like. Here's what she looks like now. Get ready, everybody. We all age. I, I don't remember. Dude, dude. yeah, no. The wolves come for us all. But oh, yeah. uh, Bardo, man, what a fox. <laughs> she was a hottie, dude. She was so cute. All she right. Was, uh, yeah. Well, cuteness aside. Well, this can be cute, too. That's fine. Um, Justin's here. We're always happy to have Justin, especially today. Feels you like don't need not- to leave the cuteness aside when I'm here. No, no. We can leave. We can no. put it right out. Put it front and center. Objectify yeah. you- me. Yeah. Now, now, forgive me for asking, Jury, because mm-hmm. I know that sometimes this turns into uh, a thing. Okay. Uh, are you on a different mic? Oh, he's not hot. His mic's just a little hot. It's really tinny. Oh, I can, I can turn it. I can uh, well, let me make sure that I'm on the right mic. You sound you're on the right mic for sure. You're just I think hot. you're on the right mic because it does yeah. sound like no. I can, I can, I can turn it down a little bit for you. You're better there. Did you change it already? Yeah. How about well, yeah. I, I have the slider here right in front of oh, me. Oh, look so at him sliding. Yeah, he slip, slide, yeah. slip sliding. Oh, you right sound, but you sound like now we're getting highs and lows. We're yeah. getting yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks for uh, letting me let me uh, interrupt for just a second. It's all right. The chat room wouldn't shut up about it either. So now you guys can all chill out. Uh, That's hey. kind of why I. <laughs> jumped in because like, I could I could turn him down in Discord, but yeah, uh, no big deal on our end. Um, okay, so uh, tonight it's the big night. You seemed uh, excited about this yesterday, and uh, I am. Oh, can you? Okay, so two things today. I want to find out why you're excited. I want to find out what your coverage is going to be like, and then sure. I want to see if you have any method of convincing me to watch it. Because right now, I cannot think. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can watch this thing unfold in real time. I might be able to do highlights later or something, but I don't think I can watch this train I have to say ride. that this, this befuddles me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and not you, because I don't think that you are particularly, um, you know, uh, set aside from a general phenomenon where we have paid more attention to less important things about politics than two people who want to be president talking to each other. Yeah. 
for four years. <laughs> four years. Yeah. We, in fact, less than three days ago, you texted me frantically wondering about Jared Kushner's Twitter account. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was this thing. That was something that, that warranted your at least a, a portion of your day enough that you wanted to ask me my opinion about it. Yeah. Really? Let me give you some uh, let me give you some background on that. So that was I would I'm gonna call that a relapse because I've been avoiding that stuff. And somebody sent me that, some fan sent it and said Whoa, this tax stuff must be serious because Jared Kushner's deleted all of his tweets. I'm like, ooh, what does that even mean? What are they? Like, I was trying to get my head around it. Like, what would that even mean? Like, is there some weird reason? Were there things in there? And then it turns out <clears throat> a guy with 170,000 Twitter followers has never tweeted a thing, retweeted anything, or liked anything. Jared Kushner just has an account with his name on it, and people follow yeah. it, but he doesn't use it for anything. And so people heard about the tax stuff and then immediately saw his account went oh my gosh all his tweets are gone and thought that meant that there were ever any to begin with and there never were and so when all that rigmarole happened and it was happening in real time while I was texting you I went ow okay I relapsed I was like an alcoholic who accidentally got a shot <laughs> and I didn't mean to and I quickly threw it up and I went alright I'm done. I'm out of there again uh -huh. so, uh -huh. so it was a brief respite there but no, I understand what you're saying. I, I think what it is for me. Look, 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 look. And I say this coming to you from somebody who was born of and uh, was raised around an alcoholic. And uh, as a kid, and I would uh, go through our backyard and find tiny little liquor bottles uh, where I was trying to play uh, tag with my friends. I look at that political Scott Twitter account and I see a lot of retweets. I see a lot of posts. So don't, don't, else, don't tell me. Managing that account you know, yeah, 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 you know, don't tell me that this is, this is a brief relapse and then all of a sudden I see you coming out of the bar the next day. I need, and what needs to happen is that I need to just delete the account. I need to like be done with it. And I think, I, I think that's happening today, by the way. I'm going to retire that damn thing. I'm going to be done with it. All what, that, what, is the, what is the joy you get out of it? I don't get any joy out of it. I don't get any joy out of any of this process. None what of this is, is what joyful. Is the, what is the what is the 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 duty you feel to it? I like what what is the pull that that brings you back to it? Like I was saying last week, there's this thing about can I actually do anything? And the answer is very little on the large scale of things so like last week we talked about i can do more just kind of around me you know and and i and i can't have a bigger larger effect but social media in general gives people the feeling myself included sometimes that you can because you've got a voice that the whole world can hear all the way to the top somebody uh you know, um, I don't know. Joe Biden could see my tweet. Uh, Ronald Donald Ronald Donald Donald Trump could yeah. see my tweet. Any number of people in high uh, positions of power in office could see what I say there. And there's this notion or this illusion in in your head sometimes that it's just possible that this will be the one. That if I retweet this or quote that or have a hot take on this, that that'll be the one that could make a larger effect. And and the truth is I I've come to, to to believe more and more that that's just not true. It just you can't. But the instinct's still there. It happens. So 
at the end of all of that or the end of all of this i think that's the i think i need to do that i think i need to just park that thing and say all right that was a that was where i would vent and be angry but i think i'm okay now i'm just going to push that over here and not deal with it as it as it pertains to the thing tonight whether i want to watch or not, or not it's kind of like when somebody says I'm having the same I'm having the same visceral reaction to not want to watch it as somebody saying, "Hey, you should watch this beheading video or you mm-hmm. should watch this." Uh, and that may sound extreme, but really it's truly it, That's it, wild. It, that it is that same. is that is some wild stuff, man. I got to tell you because to me this is the fillet of our process. It is usually the most interesting and the most educational that you that politics gets mm-hmm. full stop mm-hmm. like you're not going to get this kind of entertainment out of a uh, a convention you usually get a press release right uh, ever since they stopped picking the candidate at the convention you don't get a ton of drama here is something where aside from election night you get a little stakes you get a little uh uh pressure under or a performance under pressure from both people and and that's that to me uh, uh i could do it feels like what you're telling me from to my ears is i filled up on bread and i'm really not <laughs> hungry for dinner like i have i have funny like gorged you. myself on all this other stuff all of this little detritus that 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 ping pongs around and stories some of which have merit the tax story very much has merit they got the goods. When Donald Trump comes out and says, that's not the full picture, that means that they got most of the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the This, though, I mean, at, at the very least, I don't know. I, I I find debates in general, and let's let's keep it at debates in general, to be very interesting, mostly because it is a art form that has evolved uh, over the years that we've done it. I mean, remember it was thought to be overpowered after the first one in 1960 that happened on television. And so they didn't do another one until the late seventies. You know, Nixon never did one Ford. uh, No, I guess Carter and Ford was the, was the first one, but it's only one uh, uh, election cycle between Nixon and Kennedy and Ronald Reagan hitting Jimmy Carter with, there you go again. (laughs) Like, uh, 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 that's how rapidly this 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 thing has evolved. And from my perspective as somebody, and by the way, if, if for those of you who do not know, I have watched every single presidential debate. Yeah, uh, I had to for the card game, and I rewatched a bunch of them for this cycle. So I have an appreciation for this form of commun of of, of political communication. Um. Now, I understand that there's a lot of people, and you are one of them that's very burnt out by it. And we can go into the reasons why I find this particular matchup interesting. Uh, but but it is crazy to me that uh, – because I don't think your opinion is is a rare one here, Scott, that, that people are, are so kind of just disgusted by politics that they don't want to see – like the idea of, hey, here's a more interesting version of what you've been – paying attention to is repulsive yeah i think part of it i'll bet if there's a venn diagram the people who feel like me and the people who don't uh, the people who don't probably have never had chronic anxiety and or a panic attack in their life they don't know what that feels like 
Mm. Um, because I'll tell you what this feels like. And the chat room nailed it. Somebody said this is like watching a Borat movie or, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen project. I have the same problem with those. I can't watch them um, because I know that they're that, that they're. Oh, I mean, I know some of this is just me. You know, uh, it is a little head in the sand about it, right? Because, but I just know what's going to happen. There's going to be confrontations and things, and people are going to say things where I'm going to have to stare at the underbelly of awful things. I'm going to have to see mm-hmm. awful people say awful stuff when they think, and 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 they're being, you know, in the Borat case, they're being manipulated into doing it, which is its own brand of uncomfort for me. I don't get the Borat thing. Where, where, why is it like a Borat movie? The Borat movies. We're always because of the people, the people who are not part of the joke, who are brought into yeah. When he corners being made fun of, and but I mean, is there anybody? Is there anybody that doesn't know exactly what they're doing amongst the three people that are going to be on stage tonight? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I understand <laughs> who's, what you're who's, saying. Who's the who's no, the but more, <laughs> But it's more the the discomfort that comes from that. Yeah, I, I, that, I, I'm not saying they're the what, same situation. I'm saying that the yeah. the again. See, this is I actually think this is actually probably a thing, and 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 I admire it in people who don't have to deal with this. But Justin, you've always struck me as somebody who's probably never had a panic attack in his life. I could be wrong. It's not true. Okay, yeah. so if you've had one, great. That's most people. Um, but you also strike me as somebody who doesn't deal with like chronic anxiety, like like serious anxiety, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 that's a, that's a personal thing for everybody. But so, you're a br- like, exactly. I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly. And I'm not saying I don't know. I, I'm I don't know where I would say my. Uh, uh, trigger self-loathing complex and what I would consider uh, uh, depression like has uh, where it is I don't know where it ranks right compared to other people because I can't look in other people's heads right same same um, here so that's kind of what I'm getting at my point is like if when, although I guess it's a compliment no it that, is a, it is I, a I compliment don't, I doesn't, it doesn't read like that But it is, no I, it is a compliment what I'm actually saying is I wish I this kind of stuff I wish I could face head on better whereas something like you know people look at me standing up at BlizzCon 27 or 2018 in front of 28,000 people and couldn't like how do you do that not, not melt into a pile of goo I don't know that was no problem I had no problem with that. There was no anxiety around it. I was stoked about it. I got up there. I did it. Like, it was fine. And I don't know why that's different. So, obviously, everybody's got their strengths. You have a particular strength. I I guess, but here's, here's my question. To me, the thing that brings me the most anxiety and... Uh, questioning of whether or not I am even doing anything right or whether or not uh, everything is falling apart for me is Twitter and social media. Yeah. So I I can't fathom why you would want to bathe in that over and 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 over again because that to me has has no worth. Yeah. At the at, you know that's a message board, yeah. right? And yeah. and we've yeah. been around long enough on the internet to know that a message board, you know, it's great when you want a community. It's great when you can meet people that are that are fun uh, and you can get something from it. But it is that it's most destructive when you are just refreshing, refreshing, refreshing because you're in a flame war uh, with somebody else that you're never going to meet. Uh, I I am continually blown away by why you want to indulge in that and and not at the very least 
this other thing. Now, I am not saying if some people don't want to watch this debate, look, man, I ain't your dad. Like you, you don't you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. I'm not here to explain it. Right. Uh, the, the initial question was why I think it's interesting or why I like it. If 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 that makes me the worst person on the planet or an unfeeling robot, then I I get it. Like, uh, but but I, that that's what I don't I don't get filling up on what is to me essentially empty calories that only ramps up the anxiety that only wraps up the tension that only ramps up the vitriol uh and then not seeing the thing for which theoretically this has all been building to yeah it's uh so so quantum feline in the chat summed it up pretty well says justin is good at presenting the impartial presentation of a journalist while talking about politics scott puts his inner feelings and opinions on display and i think by i think that's a number one 100 true and b uh sometimes the way i express that is chaotically through social media it is i mean i you're right you're totally right there's no value in it that's my whole that's the whole journey i'm going through right now is like coming to grips with that idea that it doesn't and it's not that it's just me going there going and then hoping something sticks part of it is me trying to reason with people that aren't to be reasoned with some of it's trying to reason with bots that i don't know are bots sometimes it's me trying to reason with somebody who's so set in their ways it doesn't matter what happens they will never agree with what i have to say but yet there's this thing in me that says there's a way to reach people. There's a way to connect with people. I'm going to find that way. The world has never had more ways for us to reach across divides and find each other and, and hold on and figure it out. And, and, I, and I can't stand the idea that that's improbable. It's not impossible, but it's more improbable than I give it credit for. And so I've got to just pull back and just like not worry about my role in that anymore. So, so then let me then let me ask you this question, because I would say in terms of your worth to our culture, right, however we might define it, that more people connect with you because of this show yeah. and shows like it. But yeah. this is the only show that would really spend any time talking about the debates in a long form conversation uh, and not Twitter. Right. So. Is it. In is it taking away from your greatest platform to be so redlined because of social media that you now have no desire to watch the debate? Uh, whereas in another world, if let's say social media didn't exist, you had the, the emotional capacity to watch the debate. And now you could connect with your audience because you would be able to talk to them about a thing that was the number one news story. Yeah, I mean, it, well, I mean, it, that implies cause and effect. I'm not sure there's a connection there. But but yeah, overall, I agree with you. Like, sure. So, I mean, th but my, that's my point, though. If the point is connection and yeah. the point is... Uh, understanding and 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 getting your point across and and having all that happen like I, I have in my and this is we're really getting into it this is like more like a conversation I would have with Scott on the phone uh, <laughs> like <clears throat> personally I very much believe that I need to and I use the, the phrase like protect the franchise the one thing that allows me to keep creating yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. And sometimes that's ill-defined. Sometimes it's connection of emotions and diet and sleep and anxiety and lifestyle decisions and, and work ethic and discipline and what everything else that goes into that, that is all the, the franchise. And when that's out of whack, then I am doing, especially for us that are kind of self-employed, I'm literally like, 
breaking the windows of this imaginary office and like unscrewing the the uh, uh, wheels on the chairs. I'm doing that to myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing that to my my thing. And that's the one thing that I would say for you is like when I when I like watch the political Scott thing, it's like, well, I mean, I, I, I certainly know that knowing you that you're not getting done with that tweet of like like the uh, uh the cheeto needs to be thrown in the in the <laughs> trash send i know that you're not then putting both of your feet up and like tilting back with an arnold palmer and saying like ah there we go a relaxing day for yeah. scott johnson yeah. like i know that's you being fired up but yeah. i but i totally get what scott's saying there's a there's a an expectation that we do have about the debates tonight of the debate tonight which is that it's going to be that thing that we hate watching where uh trump uh deflects you know and basically doesn't answer a question that that you know would actually you know make a difference if he were to answer it clearly what's going on with your tax returns ah fake news move on and it's like no we want answers on that sort of thing and then at the same time uh, the other side of things i think we're hoping that we don't see Joe Biden not pulling punches to kind of play it safe. I want to, you know, we're, we're kind of, at least I am afraid of seeing both of those things. And I don't want to watch it. If I it's guess be a train wreck. But that's the thing is to me, when, when you say it like that, what mm -hmm. you're really worried about is much in the same way that, uh, uh, you would worry about a sports game. Like that, that you would say, no, I'm worried my, my team is going to get lose. blown out. Yeah. Like, I hate no. this other team and they I'm will likely beat me. And I am, I am terrified. Now I'm not saying that's going yeah. to happen, but when that is the argument, then it's like, okay, well look. And again, I'm not telling you anybody to watch the debates. Don't watch the debates. Like I'm literally, it was just because that was the first converse, the first question that was asked. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, here you want to, for anybody who does want to watch the debates, uh, we've never seen styles like we are going to see tonight match up against each other. Donald Trump has consistently bulldozed other traditional politicians who have tried to wait their turn to talk. Uh, Joe Biden is probably the only other person who on that stage has done the same thing that Donald Trump has done against Sarah Palin, against Paul Ryan, and seized control of the conversation, uh, had a conversation more directly with the camera than he did with his opponent. And it will be a fascinatingly interesting clash of styles, at least for me now will we learn anything uh uh from this debate probably not yeah. uh but will we see both of these men under pressure with the eyes of the world upon them performing in a way that we have not seen in the past absolutely and i do think yeah. that that at the very least even if we look at uh, uh our our election as somewhat of a you know, a, a performative element, like that's a part of it. And, and, you know, I guess somewhere between me being a history nerd and me being a, uh, unfeeling hyena jackal <laughs> laughing while society <laughs> crumbles, uh, in the minds of people, like I enjoy watching that. Yeah. I'm, no, and I'm going to watch, and it is for those reasons. I want to see how these, we kind of know how Trump does under pressure, and he just kind of spews verbal vomit and sometimes puts his foot in his mouth. And it is going to be interesting to see how that comes into play with Joe, 
as opposed to other people that he feels like he can kind of walk on and yeah. and and step over. So. Yeah, and he may and he may well do that. He may not do that. My whole my. But whole... he's not going to. Nothing's going to change my mind on who I'm voting for. Oh, I mean, no. Tonight, but I mean, everybody, like, okay, yeah, yeah, and, nobody. Yeah, but see, that's Since okay. So no vote. You don't have to pay attention if you don't want. <laughs> well, okay, but like, this is this fine. gets to the this gets right. to the crux of my main my my main issue here then, and that is that aren't they may not be what they are now for people, but. The point of a debate is for people to watch it and go, all right, let's see what this guy says about this issue. Now let's mm-hmm. hear his answer. Sure. Mm, I'm going to form an opinion or start to form one over these series of debates. So by the end, I'll know who I'm going to vote for. That's what these are for, but that's mm-hmm. not what they are. Well, right? because the role of the, the role of a debate has changed and specifically a television debate has changed. Uh remember i mean it's funny when you watch back the 1961 with nixon and kennedy the first one the people that are asking questions are from like the mutual radio network because it was primarily a simulcast between both radio and television my point being is that access to television and the amount of time in which people talked politics on television has grown exponentially from the first time that we ever did this to the point where now not only is politics uh basically take it over news right news networks uh, mm-hmm. uh 24 hour news networks are effectively 24 hour political networks uh that the role of what these used to be don't really exist is anybody wondering what donald trump's opinion on this stuff is, is anybody wondering what joe biden's opinion so this, is on this it? is this so goes then, to my existential pain of it all this is you are getting to the heart of it and i know that that's me holding tight to old Pollyannish ideas. I know that, okay? And I know that it's it's naive of me and I should let go of it. But part of me is like, no, I want the news to report the news. That's their freaking job. I want politicians to tell me what they're going to do to make lives better for people that they are constituent with, uh, the, the people who will be their constituency. I, I, that's what I want. But that's not what it is anymore. And I'm having a hard time just accepting that. It's just hard. Well, but I mean, but they're but like they're doing that. Like like they are there's uh, I don't think anyone's lacking for political coverage. I don't think anybody is lacking for the amount of messaging that each of these campaigns has done, maybe slightly on the Biden side because they've they've talked a little bit less than Trump has, but uh I think they they've got websites. They've got they've all said it. The, the role of the debates has changed where now this is more of a personality clash. And if, if that is something that on its face, it's not like, I guess my point is nothing was ever taken away. We, this does mean something different, but nothing died for it. Uh, if anything, the elements that we pay the most attention to are because we reward them with our attention. We reward the uh uh we reward the slam dunks the oh i can't believe that like joe biden's press secretary to donald trump's uh uh request that a, a, a ridiculous request that uh, joe biden be drug tested said oh well this is a debate that'll be answered in facts and not urine just because donald trump has pissed away his opportunity to uh, uh save two hundred thousand people doesn't mean that he deserves the right to ask anything blah 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 and it's like yeah finally <laughs> we've heard a lot of joe biden solemnly saying that donald trump uh uh should feel bad about how he handled covid but now it involved piss 
Like, uh, <laughs> we were thrilled, right? Like, it got retweeted and it became like this big thing. So, like, we are the ones. This is what we want. And I guess that's that's where I I am genuinely befuddled because like that's the stuff that gets retweeted. That's the stuff mm-hmm. that gets commented on. That's the stuff, the gossipy, ooh, no, you didn't, like kind of stuff is what like ma- circles the world. I didn't decide to do that. I don't particularly even like it all that much. Like I would rather them at least say that stuff to each other's face than have us all go back into our little camps and act like every stupid little snide tweet and retweet is the most hilarious or democracy destroying thing that's ever happened on the planet. Uh, but it sure seems like a lot of other people are. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I, I, I don't get where now it's like, no, this it can't be entertainment. Please let me go back to very solemnly retweeting the piss joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I you know, I can't I can't argue with that. Um, I will I will say this for context. Uh I loved the West Wing. I've seen the entire series six times or something. And um, late in the final season, they do this interesting thing. Alan Alda plays <clears throat> a Republican who's running for president. He's great in that role. And uh, running against him is Jimmy Smits. They basically we're at the end of uh, Bartlett's, uh, yeah, President Bartlett's run. His his eight years is up. And yeah. so. So they're focusing on these two, and they decide to do an entire episode, which apparently was filmed in real time with no editing. And yeah, they, they, did a, they, did, they did a live debate. They right? did a live debate. They basically recreated yeah. the live debate, and they did it very effectively. That made me uncomfortable. So hmm. I guess what I'm... And, and I'm not asking anyone to worry about my comfort, okay? I get it. I'm just saying this may give you some context into even the fake debate with mudslinging at a very low level compared to what you're probably going to see tonight. Even that makes me go, oh, it's cringy, cringy. I can't do it. I have to skip past it. I, I can't. Yes. I can't do it. So so now now that we're done with the preamble, this is going to be a <laughs> shit show. <laughs> like, it, it is. Yeah. It is. This yeah. is, this is uh, uh, if you watch, I mean, watch Biden versus Palin, watch Biden versus Ryan, like, uh, at the time, what Joe Biden was doing to Paul Ryan was looked at as norm defying because he was like laughing and smiling and joking and interrupting him and stuff like that. Uh, now it seems like, hey, look, here's a mecha Godzilla to attack the Godzilla that has been rampaging through politics for the last five years. Yeah. Uh, so that that the, the question is uh, exactly you know how that plays out which like honestly i don't know and 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 this is something that i really haven't been able to say about any uh any debate in my interest in politics you usually know all right well they're both just kind of gonna be them and maybe you know george bush george w bush is a little more of a cool cucumber than the huffy al gore and and that winds up playing out Right. Uh, or or Kerry is boring compared to the ignorant, you know, W or something like that. Uh, you know, Romney. Uh, the one thing that I will say is that in general, there is this curse that incumbents do crappy in their first debate. 
Yeah. Uh, this happened with W and Kerry. This happened with Obama and Romney. So if history tells you anything, it is that especially when there's a lot on the president's plate, which I think that we can easily say uh, that this is something that usually raises its uh, uh, ugly head in the first debate. Uh, 6 p.m. Pacific tonight, is it? Just to give people a time. I believe it is 6. Yeah, yeah, 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern time, live from Cleveland, Ohio. There will be an 80-person audience. So Mm -hmm. there will be some people that will all be tested by the Cleveland Clinic but uh, it will be in person. Everybody will be on the stage together. And your moderator tonight is Chris Wallace of Fox, Fox News. News. All right. So so uh, those 80 people, I'm just curious. Do we have any idea how they're selected or how that works? Do you volunteer for that? I, I would. I don't know offhand. Hmm. I presume it's either campaign bringing 40 people. It would be mm-hmm. great uh, if it's nothing but TikTok. TikTok teams, TikTok teams, just, yeah, BTS stands, stands yeah. and they're all just like <laughs> yelling for BTS. BTS! And it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing, dude. Yeah, I'm just hoping that there's that there's not the pl- the applause that slows things down. I'm hoping that with 80 people, those 80 people know. All right, you know, hold your applause till the end of this. I, um, I would hope so as well. I, I think mm-hmm. it it gets unfortunate. We rewatched on the Twitch channel last night. Clinton, Trump, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really, it really adds a an, an unnecessarily annoying factor when one group of people starts cheering, and then mm-hmm. that means that the other group of people needs to try and cheer louder, yeah. and yeah. then they both have to get yelled at. And uh, I, I saw uh, uh, you know somebody in there saying, "Oh, it's Fox News; it's not neutral." Uh, Chris Wallace uh, not only has a reputation for being an even-handed moderator, but also has had a, a adversarial relationship with Donald Trump. So, and I think the Trump campaign, uh, specifically asked him to not be a moderator this time. So that, that is not necessarily the fuck. It's not like Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson uh, (laughs) moderating the, uh, the, the, I have another question for, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, what's your favorite color and why? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Donald, uh, 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 do you think that, uh, Joe Biden's favorite color is the blood of a police officer? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I right. uh, I like Chris Wallace anyway, generally. So I think he's he's the right yeah. guy to have in there. He's a good choice. We'll see if I can muster it up before six. I don't know. I just can't decide. Seven, seven for us. Seven, sorry, seven mountain. Seven for you guys. Yeah, look, uh, uh, this is not a political show. So like, if people uh, have already made up their minds and don't want to watch, like, don't watch, don't watch course, politics. Politics is not like I I, I feel like. Sometimes I come on here and and it's it's an issue where I seem to be defending the concept of politics. Like <laughs> you, you don't have to pay attention if if, if you don't right. want, and nor do I think that you should if you don't want. Like the only thing that I ever want to offer to people is just to understand where some of the strategy in these processes comes from and what they're trying to do. And therefore you can be objective into understanding in how they are running their campaign. That matters nothing at all to 
the issues that they are talking about. It matters nothing at all to how much you're going to support them. And I understand that we have two very defined candidates. Joe Biden has been around forever. Donald Trump is the sitting president. There is there's not a lot of question about who stands for what and why they stand for it. Uh, if you've already made your, your, your decision, then don't watch. If, if you do care about the ins and outs and the X's and O's of politics, uh, then I would invite you guys to watch the debate with me. Twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. Tonight, we will be watching it in the smoky back room, and uh, I, I will I will do my best to try and break down what they are trying to do and whether or not they are successful in what their game plan is uh, uh, going into this because uh, I, I think it is educational uh, and not just in a circus maximus like, oh! kind of way like yeah. in in a way that hopefully makes you understand politics and messaging and the uh, uh, uh the rapper for which we make our decision on who our leaders are going to be nice and there is no uh, uh, this seems naive to ask this because i guess i should know this by now but there is no third anybody in there there's no green party candidate this is just no. these two right mm -hmm. this is it no, no, no. Uh, the the our, our third party candidates, Joe Jorgensen and Howie Hawkins, have uh, either in in any poll that I've seen been able to crack one uh, percent nationally. Indeed, yeah. I think the highest polling third party candidate that I have seen in any national poll was indeed the birthday party's own Kanye West. <laughs> Oh, right. That too. Way, yeah. Joe Jorgensen and Howie Hawkins both sound like DC secret identities. They do, dude. They totally yeah. do. Oh yeah. You know, uh, we might have had a more uh, electric libertarian candidate if uh, Justin Amash, he was a former yeah. Republican who left and uh, then was flirting with the libertarian nomination and then backed out. Uh, we don't really know why although if a politician doesn't do a thing it usually means they couldn't get the money to do it yeah uh so uh we could have had something there but instead joe jorgensen is um the libertarian party tends to waffle between a republican retread that has name value and somebody that is very very ideologically pure libertarian wise right. and uh last time they had gary johnson who uh you know, forgot what Aleppo was on national television while his earpiece was precariously dangling off his head. Yeah. And uh, uh, this time they went back to the to the to the uh, uh, the hardcore pleasing Joe Jorgensen. Yeah. Who? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have I had a joke there, but I'm not going to make it. All right. Uh, well, there you go. It's uh, it's tonight. Catch it. 6 p.m. Pacific. 7 p.m. Uh, yeah, I'll be on. Mountain. Yeah, I'll be on a little earlier, probably 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, but yeah, we'll be watching the debate, and then uh, I'm going on a panel afterward. But you can watch it all on my channel at Justin R. Young. Awesome. Or, yeah, Justin R. Young on Twitch. There you go. Good the jury will now retire. Thanks, Justin. We'll see you later. Ooh, well done. You remembered it while he was on. I did. He actually heard it this time. He heard it. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I don't think I explain myself very well to people about why this stuff freaks me out, but I get it. No, I get it. It is. Uh, I think you you explained it well at the very beginning, comparing it to kind of like watching Faces of Death or something like that. It's a you know what it's going to be like. You know, it makes you uncomfortable. Why bother watching it? Yeah, I know how squirmy I'm going to be. And mm -hmm. the thing and is, is it's funny about is that it, it, that grinning face that he makes when you know 
Yeah, but also it's at a baseline. I don't like it in any debates. I don't like mm-hmm. any debates ever. I've never yeah, enjoyed. Right. I've never. I've watched some of them. I couldn't make it through all the Hillary Hillary ones because same reason. Like I just, oh, I just skin crawls. I, I gotta get the, out. Uh, I really did like the Democratic debates when they were paring down that that huge field. Couldn't watch those either. Couldn't watch wow. those. Okay. Couldn't watch. Yeah, the- I get it. I to- I totally get it. I don't think I explained because <laughs> I tried to, I tried to add in like, well, here's how, here's what I think Scott's trying to say. And I no, I no, no, it's totally fine. I, 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 it's a hard thing to explain. I think people who get it will get it. And you know, mm. it's like you either like spiders or you don't. You can either stand looking at a hairy spider or you can't. You know what I mean? That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Debates yeah. are a hairy spider yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big hairy spider. Um, all right. Harry Spider 2020. We're going to uh, quickly do uh, one I'm of these. I'm Harry Spider and I approve this message. I approve this Harry message. Service! Quick fan service. This is for Greg. Greg wrote in, says, Dear Scott and Brian, I teach a very small town slash community or in one uh, population of less than 900 people. Jeez, that is small. Uh, this past Friday morning, tragedy struck our small town. There was a fire at a home in town and the single mother of two kids passed away in the accident the two kids were lost or lost everything they owned their home and their only parent our small town is banding together to support this family in an extremely hard time and i wanted to reach out to the tadpole as well the morning stream gets me through my twice daily 45 minute commute uh if you guys or you guys always help me when i'm having a hard time and making me smile i'm hoping that the tms community can help mine in this time of need i know this isn't the normal fan service but uh, even if a few people could help right now, it would be enough. My grandparents, or sorry, the grandparents of the two kids have set up a Facebook fundraiser. Uh, I have a link to it. It's really hard to find. I hate the way these links work mm-hmm. with uh, Facebook. Yeah, I needed to make a, a tiny CC out of this. Yeah, I think I will real quick, actually. There, I put it in the chat room so you can see it. Um, tiny, uh, let me do this real fast. I think it's worth doing. Uh, sure. Paste the long URL. We're going to shorten it to help. <laughs> fan let's see if this works yep it did so go to tiny.cc slash help fan uh and uh you can help these guys out so that's that's really awful uh again tiny.cc slash help fan do that today if you've got a uh, uh you know normally it's stuff like hey you got an etsy store let us know and we'll talk about it on the show but you know once in a while these these get in as well if you have a fan service you want to send in, send it to themorningstream at gmail.com. And for everybody else just trying to contact us, same email address. You can use that one as well. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. And you can support us at patreon.com slash TMS. Tomorrow we'll have Nicole and Tom and recommendals and all that. So come back for more. Let's go. Brian, we got a song okay. to play. Do you have a song right. to play? Yeah, uh, this one's going out to Cortland. Uh, Cortland said, uh, ever since Scott recommended LP in the post show, I looked her up and holy cow, that voice. Just want to hear it on the show so everyone who didn't hear the pre-post show can hear about this artist. Um, nice. And so talking about the uh, the artist LP. So uh, he requested the cover that uh, she did of Halo. And I said, oh, cool. I'm going to check this out too. I went to iTunes. I bought it, downloaded it. And as I was adding it to the TMS uh, playlist that I used to keep track of all the songs I play, it said, do you want to replace the one that's already in there? Like, oh, crap. So, <laughs> so apparently I played LP. I played this very song back in 2018, November 2018. But uh, it's worth hearing again, absolutely. And I'd forgot because you brought her up while I was listening. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, she's great. I, I don't know if I've ever heard her before. Yeah. yeah. 
apparently I've heard her before and I've played her on the show before. And so that's whatever. so funny because I didn't remember that either. I saw it on a TikTok and went, ooh, who is this? And looked her up and then apparently I've also yeah. heard it. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so uh, just in case you weren't listening back in November 2018, here's the song again. <laughs> wow. uh, this is Halo, a live version that she included on the deluxe version of Forever For Now. I've trimmed down the uh, eight-minute version of the song down to five minutes because... We I do that. Uh, this came out in 2017. Here is LP and her cover of Beyonce's Halo.
Remember those walls I built oh, Baby, they tumbling down and They didn't even put up a fight They didn't even make a sound This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Ugh! <laughs>